everybody, and welcome to That's Life, the show where we love live music even more than you do. Good afternoon, folks, and thanks for listening. I am Miriam L. Wallach, blogger, writer, and general manager here at the Nahum Siegel Network, and I'm pretty, pretty psyched. i got to be honest. You can find me here every Thursday at 2 p.m. as I hope to bring you a little entertainment, a little news, and a little relief that the life you are leading is not nearly as wacky as mine. Coming to you from the home of the Nahum Siegel Network on the beautiful Lower East Side, I'm joined by my handy-dandy partner, Avrami. What's up, Avram? How are you? I thank God I'm well. How are you? Thank God I'm doing all right as well. How excited are you about Moshe Hecht? I'm very excited. I like music. I like live music. I'm a exci- fan of his. Is this your excited voice? I'm a little bit upset about the rain at the same time of my excitement, so it's maybe dampening a little bit. But once he starts playing, I'm sure part of the function of him playing will be to lift my spirits. I so imagine that I'm you glad, are right. I'm going to let it have that transformative effect on me, so I'm keeping myself kind of low right now, so that way I get a full experience. Okay, so basically, I am a preemptive excitement, and you are trying to notch it down a little bit, and then going to ramp up. Right, because I don't want to know what's going to happen to you while you're here and the music's actually going. You might be dancing around the place, so better that only one of us is doing that rather than both. That's true, and thank God we're not necessarily videoing that as well. By the way, pretty cool, hashtag cellist. We're going to have a cellist. Hopefully we'll be able to get that on the air. Yeah, that would be that would be fun. Yes, Moshe Hecht is bringing a cellist, which is crazy exciting as well. If you are a new listener to the show, thank you for taking a break from your day to tune in. If you are a returning listener, thanks, as always, for making us part of your day. If Miriam L. Wallach once a week is just not enough for you, do what Toby Finkelstein does. What up? <laughs> I just want to see if you were paying attention. Friend me on Facebook or send, my, send me an invite on LinkedIn. I was thinking, I know that name. Right. <laughs> Shoot, sounds familiar. <laughs> okay, A, now I know you're not paying attention. And B, this is my shout-out to Toby, who I've never actually met, never spoken to, never whatever. But She was in the studio some weeks ago, but you weren't here. Right. It's like a little bit like she doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? She's um she's like Bigfoot. But well, I you know come she down does. to visit us in Maryland and... Uh... Right, or she comes back up to New York. Anyway, right. let's focus, everybody. You can shoot me an email, miriam at com. I will not respond to you during the show. I'm not being rude. I'm just being honest. Please also make sure to follow us on Twitter, net, all one word. And follow me on Twitter as well, please, Miriam L. Wallach, all one word as well. Let's go to our favorite segment. Shout out to Judy Horowitz. The box has arrived, Judy. I'd like to thank you and our friends at Jin Got Kosher. Am I pronouncing that correctly? J-I-N? All right, whatever. Chinese and sushi. In Passaic Park, I'd like to thank them for their fortune cookies very, very much. This was a necessary and needed infusion. There's the crackle. We love the crackle. Hold on. What are you looking at that for? Are you just checking it out? All right. Passaic Park, thank you very much. Judy, thank you very much. Let's go. I'm feeling good about the fortune. You know, by the way, if this is a good fortune, the rest of the box is good also. Like, we're safe for like five, six weeks. A beautiful... A beautiful person is with you. Confide your problems. <laughs> Avrami just got really awkward in here. <laughs> He's talking about me. What do you mean? <laughs> yes, yes. This, this is an awkward moment. Now I don't know how to read the rest of the box. Now I don't know what this means. Okay, let's move on for a second. I do want to make mention that today is the yard site for all those who were killed on 9-11. I do make mention of all the frivolous things that go on today, the national holidays, and I would not miss that segment for the world, but out of respect for those who were killed in that unbelievable tragedy, I must take a moment to respect those that we lost. And I do want to also mention that when you come out of WFMU and you go to the back parking lot, it is a perfect, perfect view, almost like a canyon view 
of the Freedom Tower rising in between the buildings of Jersey City. The Freedom Tower is obviously on the New York side of the water, but WFMU is at the water at Jersey City. So when you look across the water, you see downtown Manhattan, where Nahum has told me he watched when he came out of WFMU the morning of 9-11. He saw those buildings burning, and he stood exactly where I stand when I come out of FMU before I get into my car, and I look and pretty much stare at the Freedom Tower and its its enormity and what it represents and just the, the project as a construction project, but just also its its beauty. I think it's an incredible, incredible building for both uh, from an architectural point of view and for um, what it symbolizes. So to me, there's just that juxtaposition of knowing that Nahum stood there so many years ago and watched this unbelievable tragedy, um, the merciless killing of, of, of Americans, of Jews, of people of, of multiple different faiths, watch, that he stood there watching those buildings burn. And I stand at that same spot watching a, a Freedom Tower, perfectly named, which represents both the strength of New York, the strength of America, um, and serves as a memory to all those who lost. There's there's something that strikes me every single time I stand there. And um, even though I'm not going to Jersey City today, I know where I stand physically. I know the image in my head, and um, it strikes me. It strikes me at this moment. <sighs> okay, let's take care of some actual uh, frivolous business. Today's national holidays include... National Attend Your Grandchild's Birthday. Uh, by the way, birthday, two words, so actual the day of their birth. Um, I would like to thank my, my in-laws and my parents for never being there when my children were born, and I do mean that wholeheartedly. It's not one of my, my better moments while I'm screaming or being sarcastic or whatever. Um, it's also VFW Day, so shout-out to all the veterans of, of foreign wars. Thank you for your service. It's Gold Star Mother's Day. I don't know exactly what that means, but if I'm getting a gold star, I'm all in. And, Avram, it's National Coffee Day. I got mine. <laughs> I'm celebrating. Yeah, I'm all in. I'm all in. National nice Coffee Day. piece of pound cake. I got my coffee a cake for the day. I saw that. By the way, for those of you who know that I make fun of Avrami in a semi-lovingly kind of way about his bread and butter and tea um, aspect of him, he's also beautifully pairing and justified the pairing of his pound cake to his coffee. He couldn't have it with the chocolate regalach because these flavors actually complement each other better. I'm a simple kind of guy. You, <laughs> you know are... what the Leonard Skinner song <laughs> says. Be a simple kind of man. Be a simple kind of man. By the way, I just want you to know that yesterday was, was World Rabies Day, and we missed the opportunity to celebrate that, but I did want to make mention. And tomorrow is National Blasphemy Day. I, I have no idea what that is. I know means. some people are going to be celebrating that. <laughs> I don't think you should be selling that the week before Yuntif, but that's just me. Anyway, we have so much to do. Um, I don't want to take up too much time with numerous different things because, frankly, guess what? We have a live music alert here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Moshe Hecht and his, and, and his merry men, so to speak, are here in the studio. Um, I want to introduce them, so uh, let's get cracking. You know, last week on Facebook, I was looking for some uh, divine inspiration, so to speak, about who to have on this week. And all of a sudden, I noticed a post by Moshe Hecht. And I said, shoot, I have not had Moshe on in a very long time. Moshe moved to Red Hook. And I was, like, watching this chronicle. And so I shot 
Moshe a quick text, a quick message on Facebook. And lo and behold, he was available to come in this week. Come in, join us today. Moshe Hecht is in the studio. Hello, Moshe. It is uh, great to be here, Miriam. Thank you for uh, bringing me back. It's wonderful. Are you kidding me? It's totally my pleasure. By the way, for those of you keeping track at home, the last time we had Moshe Hecht on, we were at Live and Gotta Get a Bagel. It was an Erev Purim show from Woodmere, which seems like a long, long time ago. So many things have changed. That was like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Actually, correction, we were here with Sea Lands, with oh, Noah and Sea Lands Oh, that's right, but it was just you. Swim. It was me and, uh, no. I it was wasn't Schneer. Schneer wasn't here. <clears throat> I was here with Schneer. What? And with Asher Elbaz, that guitarist. Oh, that's right. Guitarist. That's right. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. Asher Elbaz was. Uh, Miriam, I got to keep you in check. By the way, here. this is what happens <laughs> when you're turning 38. The mind is the first thing to go. You know, by the way, I mentioned this off air. Um, while we were doing a sound check, that this is my last show of the season. So this is my season finale. It is my pre-birthday show. It is the Arab Rosh Hashanah show. So frankly, there's no pressure whatsoever. Yeah, no pressure on me at all. Yeah, I, um, <laughs> I'm hoping. But you're right. I forgot that you were here. Oh, my God. Shout out to C. We haven't spoken to him in a while. How is Schneer? Schneer's really Schneer's good. not here. We're going to introduce who, who you brought with us, <laughs> who you brought with you, but Schneer's not here. Schneer's in uh, Burning Man right now, um, so his cell phone, he has no service, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope the cops didn't get him, because they've been saying that the cops are doing a lot of, um, you know, they're breaking down on a lot of the activity that's going on over there. Um, Schneer's really, really good. He's had a very eventful uh, year. <clears throat> he's... Um, He's working in um, TV production right now. They're working on a pilot really? for a big TV uh, production. Um, he opened up a, a venue on Rogers Avenue in Brooklyn. Are you kidding me? Like a music venue slash like art space. So he's been very busy. Um, you got to follow him on Facebook. If you're not following Moshe, by the way, you should be because there's so much to there's so much going on in Moshe's life that's exciting. But Schneier is like <laughs> he's where in the world is Schneier Menacher? Exactly. That is that is going to be a new hashtag. Um, how's Red Hook? Reddick's great. Um, How's Fairway? Fairway is good. We do most of our <laughs> shopping. It's amazing. They actually have almost everything that you need in kosher. Right. right. Uh, a little pricier, but um, it's great. It's great. Reddick is, um, you know, it's a small little town. It's got a very, like, small town type of feeling. Everyone knows each other. Um, you know, we just, uh, you know, me and my wife, we always knew that we were going to eventually move out and <clears throat> open up a Chabad house and, and, you know, do outreach work. Um, and we just got married. I got involved with, with the music and my wife with her writing. And then after Sandy, we started hearing about this place, uh, Red Oak. Right. Red Oak got, you know, got hit really bad. And right. I've, you know, I, um, was always a big fan of, of like, of, of Brooklyn. You mm. know, when I was uh, 16 years old, I used to, uh, steal my friend's father's car and drive down to Dumbo. Um, <laughs> and, um, and Red Oak today is what like Dumbo was, right. you know, 10, 15 years ago. Um, For those people who don't know, by the way, Red Hook is not like, you know, Wyoming. It's a part of Brooklyn. Yeah. Right. There actually is a Red Hook somewhere upstate New York. Really? Yeah. Um, and people have been uh, confusing. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, nope, I just moved right around the corner, four miles from Crown Heights. From I was my, about to say, yeah. and it's not the boonies. Like, yeah. you're, you know, Red Hook is also, it's very up and coming. But to say that there is not a major Jewish presence there. Is well, a bit of an understatement. Yeah, there's zero Jewish presence there. You, there. Except for you. Yeah. There well, you now, well, right. yeah, there was zero Jewish presence there. Um, and we'll see what it's. It's a very artsy community. Right. There's a, you know, a, an art gallery on on every on every block. A lot of uh, there's no train that goes directly into Reddick. So the people are living there are more like established artists um, that either that that live there have like a business there. 
it's it's a beautiful blend of a lot of different things, um, and we love it. We really, really. And love people it. have been welcoming to you, the Chabad. Uh, yeah, amazing. I mean, we're not going in there like, oh, we're coming to open up a shul or anything. We're doing things very, very grassroots. Um, you know, I mean, the big picture is to have a center where you know, music, arts, you know, center based on Jewish values um, and Jewish ideas and. What that exactly means is, and how that's going to be, whether it's going to be a show with davening or it's going to be just a music hangout place, it really depends on the people and what the needs are. You know, if there's going to be a lot of kids, we may have to open up a Hebrew school. You know, it really depends on what the needs are. But obviously, I'm going to try to do it in mine and my wife's style. But in, in the short term, it's just, you know, inviting people. We have guests for Shabbos meals and just doing coffee, learning with uh, people once nice. a week, just, you know. Just very real, very, very organic. How much has the music played into your Kirov and, and what you're doing in Red Hook? Um, well, nothing uh, yet. I mean, my realtor, actually, <laughs> the guy who rented me the apartment, not Jewish guy, Italian guy, when he heard about me, when he, you know, when I came to him to rent the apartment, I found it on Craigslist. He, like, sent me a text message. Are you the famous Moshe Hecht singer? Nice. I'm like, what are you talking about? Shut up. I'm like, you're just trying to get me to rent the apartment. He's like, no, no, no. I had a friend in Bar Park who once told me about you. So that helped the whole that renting process. way cool. So when I came to sign my lease, they were, like, blasting my CD in, in, <laughs> in the office. Um, but otherwise, it hasn't really yet. I mean, listen, my, my music has always been, um, for me, a cure right. of. Um, you know, thing. You know, my music has always been a way to inspire people in a natural, you know, and powerful way. Um, but eventually, it's gonna have a. It's gonna, you know, it's nice to come home at night, you know, from a concert or from, and and knowing that you have your own place, you know, your own place, and you're doing your thing. So eventually, the music is definitely gonna be, uh, play a big part in it, or That's the art great. in general. Yeah. That's great. I want to introduce the two guys you have with you. We have Zevi Kugel, who is on guitar. And um, must have been a tough name growing up, not the Zevi part. Yeah, not the easiest. <laughs> <laughs> you should know, by the way, if it makes you feel any better, my maiden name is Man. I was very happy to get rid of it. Yeah, my heart right. bleeds for you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Though I will tell you that as an adult, it's a great conversation starter when I tell people I was a man in my former life. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It, it, it does, by the way, that line, I use it all the time. It doesn't get old because every person's reaction is the same thing. Come on, Avram. All right, thank you. And also, Josh Henderson is on violin, and I know I said there was going to be a cellist, and I do know the difference, Avrami, between a cello and a violin. Sit there and be quiet. But, Josh, welcome. Hey, how's it going? Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for everything's going well. All right, so let's start because you've got a bunch of new songs. When is the next album coming out? In about uh, $30,000 from now. Awesome! <laughs> um, Make well, your donations, too, yeah. right? If anyone out there wants to uh, sponsor the next album, give me a call. Uh, um, Chabad should be sponsoring the next album. Yeah, mm-hmm. Chabad needs to get himself together like that. Okay. <laughs> um, well, we have – I'm pretty much done with the writing. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. You're I really mean, moving we, along. Yeah. We have um, about six songs that are totally complete. Uh, another six songs that just need a few hours with me and Zevi, and um, yeah, I, I'm ready to get into the studio in 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 a few weeks. You should send it to C. Maybe. Well, we did. Uh, C and I actually a while back we talked about that. That's definitely a very strong possibility. That's great. Yeah, because I remember now that it's all coming flooding back to me. You know, the the age is factoring in. When um, watching C in the corner there, Shep Nachas watching you play again, it was like that mentor mentee kind of relationship where he was really enjoying what you were producing and what you were singing and just the feeling and and the quality and the professionalism. Yeah. Like there was definitely like that son dad kind of pride yeah, going on. Definitely. I that. We've played a lot of shows together since then. Uh, we were promoting a show then. I think it was Southpaw. 
not Southpaw, um, Sullivan Hall. Mm-hmm. And then we've played in Florida together. Then we did BB Kings together. Nice. Last, uh, last year. We haven't played in a while, but we'll, we'll definitely, we need to play together. And again, you posted so. on Facebook last night that you're going to be at the Knitting Factory on September 23rd. Yeah. So just in, fresh off the press, we're going to be coming back, returning to the Knitting Factory on September 23rd. <clears throat> we actually, uh, that was, Knitting Factory was a big, played a big partner. You know, it was one of our, early, you know, really big early shows like two years ago and um, we did our music video there for Believers in the Knitting Factory mm. so it's kind of a Got coming, it. coming back I'm feeling like an age to singer already coming back there that's great <laughs> that's cool you're you know your experience you got all the street cred at this point yeah. um, alright so let's get going with the first song I'm going to hand Zevi my cans because uh, we're sharing we're sharing headsets we're good sharers around here <laughs> tell me what we're playing so we're just going to we're going to start with the, with the cover you know we were part of this uh, Moshi S album right um, that they produced by Gershon Varoba. Um, <clears throat> they actually put us um, on track number one. Nice. Um, I don't know if it was Gershon or someone involved told me that uh, they felt like we, we sounded the most Moshe Yessi. So they put us number one. That was the biggest. In, That's uh, a nice compliment, that was by the, the way. Big, the greatest compliment I got ever, maybe. That is a um, nice compliment. So we're going to do that. Uh, we'll start with that. God is alive and well in Jerusalem. Beautiful. Moshe Hart here on That's Life. If I ever get back to California I'm gonna round up every Jew I've ever known Gonna sit there right down there in front of me Pick up this guitar, sing them all this song God is alive and well in Jerusalem, yeah. People praying three times a day to Him. Throw away the cars and bones, the stocks and bones, and up Kevlongs, grab a boat or plane, deep swim. See now some folks. Got a Lincoln Continental Tinted glass so nobody sees in Just one time a lock rolled down the window <laughs> Say you ain't gonna fool the law with this hunk of tea God is alive and well People praying three times a day to him. Throw away the cars and bones, the stocks and bones, and up Kevlongs. Grab a boat, a plane, if need be, A 
people praying three times a day to him. Throw away the cars and bones, the stocks and bones, and up Kevlon. Grab a boat, a plane, if he be swim, swim, swim. Wow. Holy cow. Holy cow. Yes, the great, the greatest. That was, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Moshe Huck, that was beautiful. Zevi was on vocals with you and uh, Josh. What, where did we find you, Josh? Don't tell me it was Craigslist. (laughs) By the way, how many things are we going to find in Craigslist in the, uh, during this show? How did you guys come together? Everything Um, I'm wearing. I want to say that about Target. Let me, by let, the way. Me, let me let me take a minute to talk about Josh and and and, and Xavier for a second. Josh, I found um, through one of the other musicians. I think it was through Eugene or through Schneer, and I found him on. Uh, remember MySpace? Sure. Yeah, is so that still a, around? No, yeah. Well, I think Justin Timberlake is trying to like redo <laughs> it or something. He bought it. Um, but I saw him on, on, on his MySpace profile, and um, he came down. <laughs> and I actually met Schneer on Facebook, so this is all really. Um, I was about to say, I remember and, something. I knew you met him online, yeah. right? He okay. text, he like Facebook messaged me one day. He's like, "Let's play music," and then that's where it all started. Josh is actually doing a, a PhD in um, classical violin at uh, NYU Music. So. Are you messing with me? Yeah. Tell him about him, Josh. I was about to say, get on mic, <laughs> move closer. Let's hear it, Josh. Uh, holy you- cow! Okay. Dr. Henderson, <laughs> yes. <laughs> tell him, tell him. I want to hear about this. Well, first of all, you look like you're 15, so. Thank you. And I was already told out. I don't look a day over 37, which is nice. But how old are you? I'm uh, 24. 25 right. on Monday. Oh, happy birthday to you. Positive all right, another Virgo. Um, all right, so tell us about that. A PhD in classical violin. Yeah. That's uh, not too shabby. <laughs> Nothing you want to tell me about that? Uh, I don't know. You know, just making music. <laughs> <laughs> I know, listen, I mean, both of my parents have PhDs. My brother has a PhD, and they're all academics. What are you going to do with a PhD? I mean, listen, I'm not your mother. I'm not paying for your tuition. But what are you going to do? This is the practical Jewish mother. <laughs> what are you going to do with a PhD in classical violin? Uh, for like for teaching and stuff later. So okay, so be, you, be, be academic. Gotcha. Really, it was just you, like down the line and get health insurance a lot of information. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, most people don't go into playing in a band. But. <laughs> most people don't go into academia because they're looking for health insurance. This is uh, that's funny though. That's a great line. So you found each other on MySpace. Yes. And what about Zevi? Zevi, if you're also going for a PhD in classical guitar or violin, I think I may fall off my chair. Nah. <laughs> nah. So Zevi, uh, we've just been around uh, mutual friends, and we. Um, <clears throat> Start, you know, we, we go to the same, um, went to the same shul in Crown Heights, Kavravas Yisrael, and that's how we met. And we started just jamming, like you know, after Havdalah services. And um, I just want to say this: I don't want to get too emotional, but okay. um, and then Zevi could, uh, you know, pipe in if he wants. About a year. <laughs> yes, actually, right in front of you is the about box. a about a year ago. <laughs> um, I've had a very, I had a very like um, musical low. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, it was a lot of writing music for me. It's not just, um, it's not just a, you know, skill or, or, or time or, or, you know, or ideas. It's really, it comes from a very deep place. It comes from, and it's kind of, a, you know, 
torturous and yet uh, accomplishing experience to write a song. Sometimes it could take me like years to, to, to put a song together and write it down. I'm not an expert songwriter like, um, <clears throat> like some people are. They can just do it. So it, it comes, um, it, it needs to come from a very real, it needs to, it needs to source, be sourced in something that's, you know, that's alive and something that's really happening. And I've, I had a very, very just like low time in music. I didn't feel like anything was coming out. Nothing was like, was going like, um, um, and the performances were becoming rote and, and then I met Zevi and we started playing together and Zevi has become like my musical muse. He's nice. an incredibly talented guy. His passion and love for music. He reminded me why I love music so much. Um, he's, would we, you prefer we not talk about you? No. If you're not here? I'm right here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hold my hand while we, while we, while we do this? No, while no, I talk no, about no, this no, now? No, no. <laughs> so Zevi is like, has the passion and love for music like I did when I was like, right. you know, 18 years old. And he, he's writing songs with me on the new album. He's going to be, he's going to be all over the new album. The songs we wrote, we wrote together, different riffs, chords. Um, he's, does harmony on all our, all our new songs. So he's become like a very big part of this next, I would say that the next album um, is a real strong, co- uh, you know, um, collaboration between Zevi and I, um, and he's brought like really breathed life back into me, into, into writing, into into performing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He's, wow. blush- he's blushing. I am not. <laughs> I am How mortified. How does that feel, by the way? I was about to say, all right, mortified. I hear, but besides the fact that's a huge compliment. I mean, that's also that's. It's got to be incredibly gratifying or just humbling. I don't even know what the right word is to say, wow, I have, I am part of the inspiration for what Moshe Hecht is creating because Moshe Hecht creates incredible music. Absolutely. Um. <laughs> I think you guys are more comfortable playing another song right now as opposed to continuing this dialogue. Am I right? I can just, if I can just finish up. Yeah, go. Uh. I've been playing music for a couple of years. Music has always been a part of my life, but... It's always been behind closed doors. Mm. It's not that I've never. It's not that I'm intimidated by playing in front of people. I just never had that opportunity, and I never wanted that opportunity. I, I never looked for that opportunity. And um, since we started playing together, since I started go- doing his shows, it's. I mean, a, it's given me a reason to get out of my basement and put on some clothes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, B, it's it's brought out this part of me and it's th- this passion of music as it manifests itself in performances and nice you can't put a price tag on that wow you really can't wow talk Hi- about High it. Five. <laughs> <laughs> talk about a bro-man moment yeah, that right? was good. romantic we're cool like that that's cool. great all right so let's get let's get something else going here okay. what else are we playing so this is a song is called kite man um some song i wrote last summer um in prospect park we had a uh, a spot that we would go to like every Sunday. Um, I basically like looked over the entire park. And <clears throat> if you've ever been to Prosper Park on Sundays, they have these kite these kite right. um, flyers that you literally just can't see the end of it. Um, and then it started. I had a trip about life, about getting old, and about k- kites in the sky. And how Are you, you saying I'm getting old? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd already told you this is my birthday show. I'm, yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, just the as a kite and the kite man being Beautiful. a metaphor for life and how. Um, you, some, you, you don't see the distance and you don't see the end, but it's it's there and it's coming. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's kind of morbid. Um, <laughs> um, and then, like, you know, the joy of, of, of growing old and the joy of um, of being a kind man. So. Nice. If I can yeah. interject, just add to that real yeah. quick. That place in Prospect Park, this is his place in Prospect Park. He took me to that place yeah. just because there was a show that we were doing 
that night. Mm -hmm. It must have been four or five hours beforehand, and we had nothing prepared. We had all these conceptual songs that Moshe had written, and I was trying to apply music to it. And right. <laughs> we were hitting roadblock after roadblock, and we went to this place. I'm not going to say this is some magical, mystical place that just makes music itself, but, but I was there. <laughs> you were there. You watched it happen. Yeah. All right, Kite Man with Moshe Hach. <clears throat> I will sit here for hours Till something comes to my pen And I'm watching Kite Man Yes, he's been here since dawn Yes, he's here every Sunday In the beginning of May And he's committed to freedom Summer will stay. Ah, we are the kite man. in the air As your eyes can see now Yes, the kite will be there Imagine the distance You can ease your control No more talking and pulling In a time we will all Talking and pulling In a time we will all All grow old Oh, you're the kind man. 
so sad. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not sure what the words are I'm looking for because I'm a little bit choked up and I don't know if it's off key. No, <laughs> no, silly, no. I don't. Thank you. I appreciate you passing the tissues. There's something like Arab Rosh Hashanah to this. There's something. Yes, my birthday is looming, and I didn't realize I was that affected by it until right now. Um, but there's also a lot of Simon and Garfunkel that was just going on in my. Well, studio. there's always a lot of Simon and Garfunkel in my songs. <laughs> that was. I mean, there was reminiscent of. I don't know, boxer, America, like just so yeah, many well, different, right? Yeah. I, well, it, do you hear what I'm saying? Not, I, it's not obviously, it's not in, uh, intentional, but I've listened to those. Those were the, that's the sound of soundtrack of my uh, youth. So okay, and I've been going, <laughs> yeah, I've been going it. back. My first album was a, was really all over the place in terms of like genres. Right. I, the okay. next, there was a lot of different genres. There was like things that really weren't me. It's, take some time to figure out what you know what. What's your really right. your voice, and f- and I, cause I had rock in there and I had reggae in there and you had a lot of bluegrass, you had blue- a lot. Of- <clears throat> but folk is where my soul is at, and w- with some with some um, with soul and 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 R and B. But um, so all of my new writing has has a, so much folk in it, which is really getting back to like to my roots. roots. Yeah, that was absolutely that was absolutely beautiful. Thank I mean, you so much. and Josh. Josh, the doctor. doctor. You can call him, call him doctor. I was about please. to say, I might, I might have to just refer to you as doc. That's Dr. Henderson. Exactly. That's Dr. Henderson to me. By the way, how far into the PhD are you? Uh, I got um, just one more course, a coursework thing I do, a dissertation. So you're one course plus uh, one course in ABD. Yeah. Nice. Wow. He's doing a study. He's writing a paper on Hasidic music and the – no, I'm just kidding. I was about to say, no, you are not. No, because that would be the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Josh, let me ask you: Have you played with like you know Orthodox musicians before? Before you came up with, before you found Moshe, or Moshe found you? Uh, Let's get closer to the mic, yeah. Maybe like Greek Orthodox. That's <laughs> 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 so close to us, by the way. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what do you think? I mean, what kind of an experience is it? It's fun. I mean, it's it's cool because like I, mean, I play a lot of different groups, like a lot of different you know. Sometimes it's, like same venues, like I'll play like. But at Sullivan Hall, and there'll be like you know a bunch of like Orthodox people, and I'll play the next day with like a hip hop group. There'll be like you know a bunch of black people, you know. But it's, you know, it's people like music no matter what you know you are. And it's, I like you know the um, it's it's very you know spiritual, right. no matter what religion you are. Like I mean, I'm Catholic, but you know same stuff. Like you got there and people down here, you know, trying to live, and it's you know very good message. It's you know going to everyone, regardless of. Thank you, Josh. You should probably put on a yarmulke now. <laughs> Josh is going to start keeping Shabbos before you know it. Um, you know, it's funny that you say that, by the way, in terms of the spirituality, because Inspire Me is on a playlist that I play at the gym. Okay? And you're going to say to me, really, you lift weights to Inspire Me? But I do. I do. I do. And My music uh, has been in weirder places. I... <laughs> Okay, that's another conversation. Soundtrack for the Korean Olympics. Right. <laughs> the Korean Olympics. There's um oh, sorry. All right, another story, another day. But in terms of in terms of the sound and the message, other people in the gym who have heard it have commented to me and they're like, I don't know this guy, but whatever he's saying speaks to me. And these are people of completely varying backgrounds. So it has to be incredibly gratifying for you to know that something about your music and the message, um, transcends whatever people's personal backgrounds are or that they bring their personal backgrounds to your music and are still experiencing it most probably on the level that you hoped they would. Um, yeah. There, yeah. I mean, nothing, 
I, I, I'll tell you an email I got. I get letters sometimes, like fan mail. Right. Um, I get like, hate mail. I get it like the be- I get it like, you know, like the Beatles. Sometimes like my, you know, like my desk oh, it is piles like up. piles, it piles up, up like Santa yeah. Claus. Um, uh, no, but every once in a while I get like a, a, an email or a Facebook message from someone, um, saying how like your music has inspired me. And, um, those are like, th- like amazing. I got an email right. recently from a lady who told me that, um, really sad story, but it was just, it was, I cried when I read this thing. Uh, so she, um, okay, I have this issue. I'm ready. I'm ready. So she, she so said, say that you yeah. I make a lot of noise on the radio. <laughs> so she, first she's just introduced saying like, you know, I love your, I love your album. Um, oh, I think I'm mixing two stories over here. Okay. No. So one of the stories yeah, that was that, um, her daughter had a friend who, um, who passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a child with special needs and her daughter was, um, used to, was her friend. Like, I think it was through a friendship circle organization and they used to listen to my friend the song on my album, my friend. And nice. she said that, so first she said, actually, I love your album. It's so beautiful. Our family listens to it all the time. Mm-hmm. And that song, my friend is her connection to her friend who passed away. And whenever she, and that's her connection. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm crying, but I'm laughing. <laughs> I know it's it's that's that's incredible. Um, that's and she said like whenever that's her connection. She listens to that song. She re, she it reminds her of a friend, and that's like her connection after she passed on. And I was like, really? when I got that, I'm like, oh my god, man, I have to keep doing this, you know? Like I have Good to like. So. Um, and then along came Zevi. And then I. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the fan mail stopped coming. <laughs> yeah. And then another email about this this lady in Virginia, so random. Her son is in the army, and they used to listen to the, like that's her connection to her son. Like she listens to wow. like um, whenever they, like that. It's just the, the you know they come they they come you know you know they don't come so often, but when they do, they're just so right. powerful. These stories of so knowing that your music is affecting people out there and from like you know you never met, never maybe never will, but. It, Music is just so powerful like that. It just it goes through. It just slices through all the boundaries and just like, yeah, it's amazing. um, it's it's very. I mean, I I know what you're speaking to, not because people are so inspired by my show. Let's be frank, <laughs> but um, but I'm because sorry. working for Nahum is a similar kind of experience. And I, I mean, Nahum after 30 years is thank God is 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 so many things to so many different people yeah um but when i get an email or people come over to us at, at different venues or when we're doing the live show and somebody says i became from from listening to jm and am or i i had this experience or i listen to you wherever i am it's just it's incredibly gratifying for me to be a part of that and to and to help Nahum and all of his endeavors in order to make sure that that kind of strength and that kind of support or inspiration is available to the Jewish community, to the global Jewish community. It's incredibly gratifying. When we did these shows from from Israel two weeks ago and a woman came over to Nahum when we were at Ben-Gurion doing a show for Nefesh Benefesh after taking the flight with the Olim and being there and being a part of the celebration. And this woman came over with tears in her eyes and said, I've been, I made Aliyah 12 years ago. I've been waiting for you to come. It was, I mean, the entire experience of being on the flight gave us the chills and was, was emotional and was incredible. A a number of highs, but that moment was like, wow. Amazing. Yeah. Really, really amazing. Um, Avrami, who sometimes acts as my, um, my, my mother, and my buzzkill right now and my engineer is telling me we have 
20 minutes left of the show. So let's play let's play something else because I want to get in as much music okay. as possible. So Frankly, you, people want to listen to you more than they want to listen to me, and I don't oh, blame them. stop it. Nah, come on. <laughs> My mother would tell you the same thing, by okay. the way. <laughs> so this next song is called um, Free to Fly. And, um, you know, Reb Semchabunim says a story about how every person – he used to and every person should have a note in <clears throat> in, in their left pocket saying, Bishvili never olam, that the world is created mm. for me. And in the right pocket, they should have a note that writes, um, I am like dust of the earth. So it's this sort of balance of life, of staying humble, <clears throat> yet knowing that the world is created for you, that you can make a difference and you can make real change. So right. it's this, this, this juggle and this uh, ebb and flow and balance of life. That's what this song is about. Nice. You didn't also write this in Prospect Park, did you? Because no. I may be having to hang out more in Prospect Park. No, where did I write this? Uh, I wrote this on my back porch. All right. <laughs> Nothing too exciting. Yeah, hey. Whatever goes. I'm feeling small today. I'll say my prayers, but my prayers just won't seem to go my way. Go my way. Oh, my way. And I'll beg you, please, won't you please? Find a way to forgive me And I need this world This world But does this world need me? I'm free to fly Around, around, around Shvili Shvili and all this world was created, created for me, for me. But my seeds don't seem to bear no word, bear no word, bear no word. And mm, I beg you, please, won't you please find a way to forgive me? And I need this world, this world, but does this world need me? Um, Fly around, around, around Shvili, Shvili, and all this world was created, created for me, for me. Now in one pocket I hold to know that the world was created for me And in the other pocket I am like dust, how can that be? You see, life is the very balance of staying humble and knowing how important you are and should you ever stumble, should you ever stumble, oh. 
song. So stay real, stay true. If you feel free to fly around, you can never lose. Mm, free to fly around, around, around. And all this world was created, created for me, for me. Rami, I gotta give you a mic for a second because I'm serious. Because as a no, nothing, no. Come on, as a musician. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. All right, so we'll talk about it later. But that was Moshe. That was. I mean, I know you made a joke before about uh, you hope your voice comes in. I would safely say (laughs) that was incredible. Thank you. Just on your back porch, huh? You didn't need Prospect Park for that one. No, I don't. This this was an evolution. This song. It took some time. Um. Incredible. Yeah. And by the way, I didn't see that coming. I mean, when you were like, you were, as Evie was motioning to me for uh, like giving me like a look, I was like, just wait, just wait. <laughs> like it's coming. And all of a sudden you, you got inspired before the actual good part came <laughs> in. I'm like, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> right. Settle down, Miriam. Settle down. It was absolutely beautiful. And you know what? It's funny when you were talking about um, the different sounds and different genre on your first album, I, I had been speaking, I was probably about a year ago, I was speaking to another artist whose name I'm not going to mention who had put out his first album, and he told me he was working on a second album, and I said, I said, how is it compared to the first one? He goes, the first one was a mistake. So the first one was a mistake. He goes, it wasn't me. He said, it just wasn't me. There was so much on there that I was experimenting with and that I regret doing, and he goes, I tried to be somebody I wasn't. He's like, just wasn't me. He's like, now I'm working on stuff that really speaks to who I am. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any regrets. I should hope not. It's a great (laughs) album. The first album was... I'm not comparing. I'm just saying, like you know, right. on on that note, the first album, my first album, was very much me. It was the story. It's the story of my life until I was 23 years old, uh, or you know. So the content was all me, and some of the songs are very true. I had a lot of folks uh, songs on that album, also. Um, um, so I just think, like in terms of musically, um, I think I'm in, just enjoying more the process of these songs, of these of these songs that I'm writing now. Um, maybe less content, you know. Maybe the, the, the first album had a, was very content strong. Okay. And there's a, most of the focus was on content. The music was sort of secondary. Most of those songs I wrote first. I wrote the mu- words first, and then, to, and then the the music evolved out. I was going to ask it. you about your process. There's no one process. There's every song is a, is another story. Interesting. Um, and you don't but, love one child more than the other. Right. Exactly. Okay, of course. Yeah. Well. <laughs> um, so it was just much more content driven. The first song. It was, you know, it was a lot of, it was very heavy in content. The next album is just more musically um, driven than content driven. Interesting. Yeah. Where's your inspiration coming? You had Prospect Park, and this was just, <laughs> no, I'm saying, and I, by the way, I'm not saying that, I'm not using that lightly. I mean, it's your Strawberry Fields. It's whatever it is. Forever. Uh, exactly. It's your Abbey Road. It's whatever it is. But, you know, what was it, 
Is there something that's driving you besides Zevi? And I'm not taking oh, Zevi out of the picture. <laughs> oh, that's a lot. No, I'm not. I'm not being facetious. That was a yeah. that was that was a great tribute to you before. Um, but what what's driving you in terms yeah. of the music on this album? Good question. Thank you. <laughs> um, I think my boss would be proud. Yeah, I think in contrast to the first album was very um, topical. Like okay. Every song had a certain um, lamplighters. Like, la- lamplighters, and then there was believers. There was about faith, and then um, every was very topical. I think these these songs are more of a just just life. Mm. Um, so they'll, they'll, you, you're going to get a lot less like you know um, biblical references in the next album. Um, so it's just more about life. It's just being married and having kids, and you know all that comes along with that. So it's just just more about it's more personal. Who would you and I'm I'm gonna we're gonna get to another we're gonna get to another song because Avrami over there is giving me is giving me the looks. What um who would you want to collaborate with if you could? I mean besides C, of course, besides C <laughs> and Soul Farm and yeah. who have you not collaborated with that you would like to? Like realistically or like No 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 who's <laughs> a, I'm not talking about realism. Like I mean we can talk about I want J T to come into the studio. Right. That's not realistically happening. Um. Well, wow, it's a Jeff featuring Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> no, I should hope you do better than Kanye. Sorry. Who would I want to collaborate with? Probably Marcus Mumford. Really? Yeah, for sure. Did you hear them? Um, they put Mumford and Sons played last night yeah. at the U.S. Open. We were about uh, two seconds away from going. Someone oh. put on Facebook that tickets were for fifty dollars, and then they went up to seventy-five. I'm like, forget it. <laughs> I heard that they were. I heard they were incredible. I did hear that he forgot the words to one song oh, at one really? point. Yeah, and he's, he's that'll happen. Yeah, I was about to say, but it doesn't really matter. Um, it doesn't really matter because to me, if you bring a banjo into any song, you're my you're my hero. Yeah. So that would be very interesting. That's a very interesting idea. It'll never happen, but that's you know what you know. By <laughs> the, the way, the word "never" the is not something we use here at the Nachtigall Network because there's been a whole bunch of nevers that we've been able to uh, we've been able to do and yeah. and accomplish. It's actually the, the stadium that they performed in is actually four blocks away from my house in Forest Hills, Queens. Um, when we were kids, it used to be like the tennis open used to be there. Right, and they sure. concerts. We used to rent out our, the drive, your driveway? our driveway to people parking like $10 for like a thing. So very close to home, that concert. Yeah. But I, I saw them at uh, Barclays. Oh, you did. Insane. They're just amazing. They're wow. Amazing. Yeah. Are they one of the, they're, they're one of those performers who are just as good, if not better in, in real life and live than they are. I, I was a little bit. <clears throat> They didn't have a live performance, but it's because their album is a live performance. Mm. Like there was, it was really cut and cut, cut, cut and paste Got it. to their, to their, to their album. So I wasn't so like blown away in terms of like, wow, there, there there's no, there wasn't an amazing, there wasn't an, a lot of innovation where it'd be like, oh, this is something you'll only see at a live show because, because they're just a raw band. So their, right. their album is like that also, you know, their album is just a live performance. It's not a, you know, a studio right. production. Um, but they're, yeah, they're insane. They're the Beatles of our time, you know, and they're leading the whole folk revival right now. That's incredible. Um, that's incredible. Yeah. By the way, Zevi's making a look like they're yeah, not. She's the making a look too, man. <laughs> they are. That they what, are the Beatles disagree? of our time, whether we like it or you not. You disagree? Why? Because they're yeah. British and yeah. they're t- in their twenties. I just want to tell you. I just <laughs> no want to remind you that a number of years no one's ago, getting attention like them. First of all, nobody. I mean, a number of years ago, everybody called Oasis the Beatles of our time. Oh, get out of here. Um, Am I making that up? No, you are not. Thank you very much. <laughs> Oasis came and left. That's right. Oasis, you know, they wonderwalled and they left us. All right. Um, all right. But we got to get to another Moshe Hearthstone because Avrami's giving me dirty looks. Okay. I, by the way, I make Avrami a short tune. Avrami gives me uh, – Avrami keeps me on track. He's the adult in this relationship. All right. So, Moshe, what are we playing? We're playing a song that um, Zevi and I wrote on the back of a pizza box. It's called Your Life. Oh, my gosh. I love it even more. <laughs> 
true story. Moshe yeah. Hefts here on That's Life on the Nachum Siegel Network. Someone told me recently the secret to be who you wanna be and to live happily all your life. The difference between you and me and the choices that define who we are meant to be are there before you all your life. So go where you know you're meant to be and know. Can possibly hold you back from taking what is rightfully young Your life and me Something of your life Hey! Everything is meant to be As long as you are fine with who you are And you will never change all your life How everything it seems to be As long as you are fine with who you write us in his image And he gave us life So go where you know you're meant to be And know there ain't nothing that can possibly Hold you back from taking what is rightfully yours Someone told me recently Secret to live happily It's little to do with where you come from Who you were World will open up to you If you will open up to you Listen to this song, it's been there all your life So go where you know you're meant to be And know there ain't nothing that can possibly hold you back From taking what is rightfully yours
here in the studio. <laughs> that was so much fun. Yeah, that's fun. That's, I'm, Dr. Josh. Is my mic on, by the way? Dr. Henderson. <laughs> Dr. Henderson. Yeah, we're going to have to put the, uh, I, but we've kept the air conditioning off, by the way, because we wanted a clean recording, but I, <laughs> we got to get the but air But you guys on. were all dancing. I, I, the only, right. The only thing we were missing, we're missing was, was getting up and dancing. That, and kudos to me that I didn't actually get up and dance because I was totally inspired to do so. And, <laughs> By the way, Moshe, when you took out the tambourine, I'm like, before you did, I'm like, we need a tambourine in here. And also, you grab a tambourine. I'm like, we have a tambourine. That was phenomenal. Miriam, you should know you're the best crowd, man. I have to take you wherever I go. Because, I'm happy to come. Are you kidding me? Because you're such a receiver and you're oh, just, you, you love it and you're, it, it brings out the best in all of oh, us, I think. Thank There's you. No question. I appreciate that. I so I will be fun. paying you to be <laughs> at the front, at the front seat there. from every concert. Knitting factory. Are you kidding me? I'm there. What knitting factory? You have, you plus one. <laughs> One for the, every single concert for the next until I play music. I, <laughs> you better I not get really, 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 really famous. <laughs> <laughs> that was outrageous. That was absolutely outrageous. And the truth of the matter is, is that when I started the show, I said the show where we love live music even more than other people do. And the truth of the matter is, is I there's there are a few things I love more than going to a concert. There is just absolutely nothing like live music. Yeah. It is it is it is infectious. Yes, I know of Rami. I know, I know, I know. But I want to talk to Moshe more. But I know I'm not allowed to. Moshe Heft will be. Who are they both joining you with the knitting factory? Yes, nice. Okay. Um, Zevi didn't know that until now, but I did. I okay. Did. <laughs> the knitting factory on September 23rd. Moshe Heft, Zevi Kugel, and Dr. Josh. I appreciate all of you for being here. Kola Kavod for all this incredible music and Moshe. Just keep writing. Thank I mean, you. The more you write, the more you play, the happier I seem to be. So <laughs> I appreciate that. It's not Tavad to everybody. And happy birthday to Thank you. you. Thank you. And are you clapping for my birthday? Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I'm, I'm not even exactly sure what to say. I know I have to close. Yes, I have to close. But I am. Well, on the right side, now you can get into clubs. Right. <laughs> and nobody's carded me in a while. i got to be honest with you about that. I can't stop smiling. I, I just can't stop smiling, but you've been listening to That's Life here on the Nachum Siegel Network. I've been joined by Moshe Helf, by Zevi Kogel, and by Josh Henderson on violin. This has been an incredible, incredible, incredible experience. I appreciate the effort that it takes to come down to the Lower East Side. I really do. I hope you feel it was worth it because Absolutely. you guys are welcome here anytime. Let's go through today's lineup and the rest of the day so you know what to expect and what to look forward to. We have a full afternoon of programming right after That's Life. Something to talk about with Randy Wartelski, followed by... Ellie Hagler in the Jewish Reaction, presented by the OU, where Eitan Levine, he's the online marketing coordinator at the OU, but he is also an orthodox stand-up comic. He joins Ellie on the air, and frankly, if Ellie contends he is also funnier than Eitan, we know that that's not true. But if everyone needs a good laugh in life, and you do, make sure to tune in, because I guarantee you it is going to be one hysterical show. It's also the return of Spin Class with Michael Fragan today at 6 p.m. Joining Michael today with a full lineup, Melinda Katz. Queensboro President Candidate joins Michael on the air, as does New York One Political Director Bob Hart, State Senator Craig Johnson, the Jewish Channel Stephen Weiss, and Yeshiva World News Jacob Kornblue. Holy cow, that really is a full lineup at 6 p.m. Nachum hosts that Thursday night extravaganza at 7 p.m., followed by the Stun Show, hosted by Gore. Book of Life with Charlie Harari tonight. Tomorrow, join Nachum tomorrow morning from 6 to 9 as he hosts JM and the AM. By the way, we're bringing up in the background Moshe Heltz. Uh What are we playing for Moshe? That is off his... Alba. Oh, we're playing Soul. We're playing Soul. That is obviously very Rosh Hashanah inspired. So you're listening to that in the background. We are bringing that up. Thank you, Avrami. 
Tomorrow morning, 9 a.m., Naomi Nachman, Table for Two. She's joined by Joy of Kosher Schiffer Klein, amongst other guests. Naomi always puts on a great show. Do not miss that. You can check on our website for the schedule and all of the programming. You should know that the new schedule, please God, will be up by the end of September when we launch Season 2. This show will be rebroadcast Sunday at 1 p.m. on NachumSiegel.com. My thanks again to Moshe Hecht, to Zevi Kugel, to Josh Henderson, all for joining me in the studio. Don't forget, Moshe is at the Knitting Factory in Brooklyn, September 23rd. My thanks to Avrami, as always. Shana Tova to everyone. A wonderful season. Um, I appreciate everything. My thanks, as always, to Nahum. Shana Tova to all. I leave you today with Moshe Herzl off of his album. Um, off of Where's in front of me? There we go. Thank you. Here, my heart is alive. Absolutely. Heart is alive. It was wonderful. And by the way, still inspire me. One of my favorite songs. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. But you must remember So don't